both Hannah and Barbie, Hannah's mom, and we, we saved you a spot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So mom. It's still corny. It is. <laughs> this is, so what an intro. Okay. So something crazy just happened to my mother. I'm still shaking. She I'm is. shaking so bad. Yeah. Um, something crazy. It was very close to where um, the studio is. Do you want to tell about what just happened? Oh gosh. I was coming here today. And I'm taking exit 52 for those of you who are in the Jacksonville area on to beach. There you go. And I'm doing a left-hand turn. There's two left-hand turn lanes and I'm on the inside left-hand turn lane. And I'm not driving like an old grandma. I'm just driving like a normal safe person. And this white F-150 rips around me on the left-hand side and I tap my brakes, but they, they clip me Mm -hmm. and, um, I caught up with them at the stoplight and I'm like motion to my window. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay, go ahead. You tell that part of it. No. <laughs> so they passed you and clipped you just to be at the same stoplight that you're at. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up at the same stoplight. Okay. So what happened then? Well, I'm motioning for him to roll down his window because I could, I felt him clip me and he will not look at me. He, and then he finally looked at me and I'm motioning, roll down your window. Did she, did he like shake his head? Nope. And so I went to the studio and I called, oh, I said so again. Um, <laughs> that's another thing. I called um, 911 and the state patrol came, wrote out a report. I'm good. I'm not going to claim it under insurance. I'm just going to buff no, it you out. Can, yeah, you can buff that out. And what stinks is that it's the tire that got you. Mm-hmm. So they can't, he's going to look for that car. Well, I got the license number. I was clipping pictures with my phone. No, I know, but he can't see any evidence because that part that actually hit your car was part of the tire. Yeah. So it'll be nothing, but I'm still shaking a little. Please bear with me. Um, It'll be okay. I didn't get road rage, but I was shaking. She was. And um, I'll be okay. I felt so bad for you, mom. But what did I give you to help you? Oh, she gave me fudge. Keto fudge. I made keto fudge. And that (laughs) did help a little bit. I'm feeling better, but now I'm drinking decaf coffee. Um, Is it decaf? That thing is dark. No, this... Are you sure it's decaf? On your chest, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure it's decaf? Did you make it? Because here's I the thing. I did not make it. It's in an orange rimmed pot. Listen, they just use whatever is the cleanest pot. Do they? Yeah. That's deceptive. I mean, do you feel anxious from it? Not yet, but wait till the end of the podcast. Because it looks strong. I probably will. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. We're glad you're here. Yes, we're so happy you're here. What do we want to talk about first today, mom? So- that's two. I'm going to keep track today. I was going to keep track, but I, I thought that was mean. <laughs> we ended our last podcast talking about Cinderella Man and recommending it. Oh my gosh, so good. For a weekend listen. Yeah. I Did won- you watch it this weekend? Dad and I watched it on Thursday <gasps> night. Stop. I'm Such a Casey good movie. For those of you who haven't watched Cinderella Man yet, it was about James Braddock. During the Depression, he was a title fighter for two years, uh, a heavyweight champion, I believe, in like, I want to say 33 to 35. Um, Oops, sorry. And what happened is he was successful. He was doing amazing. And then the depression hit and he had some injuries and he wasn't winning for a little bit. And they- and he, was trying to, he was trying to work through them, right? He was trying to work through them. They would tape him up. Hardcore because as, as the depression was hitting, um, 
he couldn't afford to be out of a job, but they ended up kind of in a little one room, one and a half room slum. And he ended up working at the docks. But what it did is because his one hand was broken, he used his left hand more. And there was a prize fight that came up. The fighter couldn't fight. They thought they'd give him just an exhibition and the purse was, I think, $250 or maybe just a fight would be $250. But surprisingly, he won. Yeah. Because that left hand had gotten so strong from working with it on the docks that um, he started winning and he did well and they dug themselves out of a hole. But finally- But it was hard. Didn't the kids have to go live with um, his wife's sister? They did. And- they were watering down their milk. It was just really, really the mom heartbreaking. And both the mom and the dad would go without food so that the kids could eat. Mm-hmm. And what happened is he fought, Max Bear was a crazy fighter. And no, he even killed someone. Story? This is a true story. Yeah, because I look remember seeing that video and it was terrifying. Cinderella Man and look up William Brad- Braddock. And he changed his initial for his fighting name, but his real name, I believe, is William J. Braddock. And he ended up with a good future. Um... But and his manager was incredible too. His manager was fantastic. His manager sold everything he owned to give him money so that he could afford to quit working. Because he believed in in um, Braddock so much. Yep. And um, anyway, when Braddock beat Max Bear, who had killed someone fighting, he was just ruthless. It was terrifying. Rem- everyone was telling him not to take the fight, remember? Yeah, everyone was telling him. His wife was begging him not to take it. And, and she was at home. Finally, she came... Gosh, I'm just spoiler alert. Plug your ears. Oh yeah, ears. sorry guys. Spoiler. <laughs> pl- pl- plug your ears. But my thing that I really respected is he had finally had to get some help from, I don't believe it was welfare at that it time. Wasn't, it wasn't because he was actively looking. Yeah, he was actively looking for work and he was so ashamed. But he wanted to get his children back. Um, anyway, when he won the fact, fight with Max Bear, he went and paid back social services. He had this big pile of money banded together with his name and exactly he had been keeping track of how much money he'd gotten in assistance and he went and paid it back. Anyway, tearjerker, fantastic movie. And um, some kids say that they are um, encouraged or or their teacher will show it in social studies in high school. Will or will not? Will. It's one of those kind of movies, but it's a must watch for parents with kids that really want to show how it was done. Yeah. In the day. I think it really shows dedication and almost like the pride that you should have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Not he, that we should be prideful, but the fact that like you care enough to pay to pay money that you didn't deserve. Well, maybe it's more about your, your fellow man. Anyway, fantastic movie. Highly recommend it. With that, what did we do this weekend? We went to the Cornbread Festival in Tennessee. My goodness, what a long drive, and you were such a trooper. I was a trooper. I did all the driving. I offered. You did offer, but I wanted you to sleep. I know. Did you sleep? No. Not at all. No. (laughs) But um, anyway, we got there at about 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Mom, tell that crazy story. (laughs) (laughs) It's in Chattanooga, and it was up in the hills, and we didn't know where we were going, 
and the driving directions, there's a road that goes up the mountain and then it comes down the mountain and we got turned around. So it's going to cut us to the shortest distance and it's cutting across this mountain that has parallel roads with like a ladder of little roads in between. But we didn't know that. And And it was so dark because there were no streetlights. No. So funny enough, I bring my Glock. I, I always travel with two things. My, my two G's, my God and my Glock. <laughs> and Hannah has her. It was a little Ruger LCP 380. Yeah. And, and so anyway, we're going down this one late road and I'm praying, dear Jesus, please, please help it not to go to a gravel road. Cause I'm thinking we've got to be close. Right. And all of a and sudden. We were, it said we were like five minutes away. Oh yeah. But all of a sudden there's a truck stopped in the middle of the road, a big, like a. Cherry picker almost. A, a, a power truck. Yeah. yeah. And the lights are flashing. And I thought, ooh, my dad warned me about this. Don't get out. Don't get out. But I'm thinking we can barely back up. Yeah. Well, because then the road was so narrow and, you know, one side had rock and the other had cliff. Yep. And I was just going to try to to back up. And all of a sudden I see another truck up ahead with a cherry picker out. So they're working on lines. So I thought, okay, it can't be that bad if there's two trucks. I don't think it's a setup. Mm -hmm. So like, Hannah, I'm going to have my pepper spray out and you kind of go behind me and you have your 38. But I didn't have it out. I just had it ready just in case. Yeah. And I said, you know, make sure. We weren't bolstering. Yeah. No, 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 no. You just have it with you. And if I get it. That's not the right word. I don't. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you be behind me and nobody will know you're behind me in case I get into trouble and I'll Mom, use my pepper spray. Wait, you're like three <laughs> inches shorter than me. Everyone will know that I'm behind you. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be a secret. No, 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 but... There was an active power line down. And anyway, that's what it was. There was a power line down at one o'clock in the morning on this one laden mountain road and they're working on the power lane line. I can't talk power today. Line? I can't <laughs> talk. It's like a Mario Kart road. So power anyway, lane. the guys were really nice. Fortunately, I didn't step on the line that was down because I don't know if it was alive. But they're like, we're going to be here a couple hours. You're going to have to back up. And But then they explained how the roads work and we could come in on the other side. Yeah. And they said if we went down to the main road, it would reroute us. Mm -hmm. And we get there. And it's pitch black. And we weren't sure. We were having to read the the house numbers, but they weren't super visible. And... And we have to walk on this path. I How far do you think it was? It was a block and a half in the dark. It was like at least 75 yards. Yeah. And so. And we could hear rushing water. Yeah, we hear, we hear the river. And it was super cute. I said river. It's a stream at this time of the year. But adorable. It was a, it was a mountain cabin. It was one room with a little kitchenette. Maybe 250 square feet. Maybe. And it was all that pretty rustic wood. And um. Anyway, it was a great trip. We went gorgeous. to the cornbread festival the next day. Oh my gosh. Can I tell about that person's comment? Which one? It killed me. So we tried eight different cornbreads because what you do is you pay $8, you try eight different cornbreads and they give you a little piece. It's not even a full piece. Cornbread alley. Um, cornbread alley. That's right. Um, and it's like sweet ones, savory ones, sweet and savory ones together. Um, you name it, they had it. It was really, really neat. Um, but somebody asked, because I... Uh, I think they asked what I did. Oh, with that's the- not keto. Oh yeah. They said that's not keto. And I said, I know I said, but I just had a nibble of each one. Then, and then I, uh, threw the rest out because I'm not going to in- indefinitely cheat on my diet. It was one day. It wasn't that pretty much the first day since June 18th ba- that you really, yeah. I mean, had carbs. we went to a fancy restaurant and I had like a piece of bread. 
because it was sourdough. And, mm-hmm. I know sourdough is your, it's homemade It's sourdough. your weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, 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 I stay really true in my diet. Um, and so I said, you know, and I threw the rest away because it wasn't some massive amount. Also, so somebody else commented back, wow, that's really wasteful, sad face. But if it were during the depression or a time where we were going and out, going without, I would absolutely have a little bag in my purse and I'd be saving every morsel. Right. Absolutely. But like, what did they expect me to do? Like my, my mouth was on every single one of those pieces of cornbread. Were they expecting me to give it to a homeless person and just like here, eat my scraps? Mm, like, I, well, I, I don't, I don't know what they expected you know what? me to do. It's okay. You're doing fantastic on your new way of eating. I'm not going to even call it a diet anymore. It's a new way you eat. You do great. But okay, the cornbread was wonderful. And all the recipes, you shared them on your Facebook page. The broccoli cheddar one was good too. I think my favorite, there's a recipe for blueberry burst. Yeah, you love that one. It had a little bit of lemon with it too. Yeah, it was really good. Anyway, my favorite was the farmer's one. The farmer's, okay. It was good, but- You don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I had the recipes- Go ahead, tell. What's the farmer's the one? The farmer's one had beans in it and jalapenos, but then it also had like some sweet stuff mm-hmm. and um, it had actual chunks of corn. That would be good with chili. Yeah, it was really tasty. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, what were we going to say? And you shared those on your page. I did. But whose cornbread is the best in the whole wide oh world? Oh my gosh. Mom and I both agree. My father's cornbread is the best cornbread in the world. Mm-hmm. It is. He's, oh, we didn't even say. At church um, in Washington, <laughs> not that there's many churches there, but- um, cause in our town, we had literally one church for like three towns. Um, anyway, but there was a cornbread, uh, contest. Do you remember that? Oh, dad won. Dad won. Like by far. <laughs> and there was what? Like 40 entries. There well, was a ton. Because his cornbread is good cold and it's good cold. It's good hot. It's good old. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's kind of like a lady shared with you a recipe for cornbread casserole, right. which was fantastic. But dad's cornbread is a little bit like that. Only thing is, is if you use that recipe that Hannah shared on her Facebook, he has since switched from kernel corn to cream corn. And it is heavenly. So. And then like, does it say, I can't remember, does it say on that, that I shared like to like halfway through pour honey on it? Yeah, you did share that. Um, but the people in Tennessee, oh my goodness, they are so sweet. They're so nice. They're they're the sweetest And they remember people. you too. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It was weird. And we went to the Lodge um, Cast Iron Factory. It's the one time a year that they open it for tours. Yeah. It was interesting. It's amazing that we didn't buy a whole bunch of cast iron. But my brother, you know, the mountain man. Yeah. He redoes cast iron. He takes any old rusty junky cast iron and he knows how to bring it back to life. Yeah, he puts it in a lye bath, right? Yeah. But did I tell you what happened when he went to buy lye last time? Didn't they like ask him if he was like murdering someone or something? No, but he, okay. He looks like a hiker guy because he is, he's a long distance hiker. Right. And he looks kind of like Peter Frampton for those of you from my day Uh that knows who Peter Frampton was. He's got that kind of Frampton hair. And they're like, what are you doing with this lie? And I guess there's some- none of your business. No, no, no. (laughs) But there's, I guess there's some drug kind of thing you could do. He's like, I used it to season, to strip cast iron. Obviously cast iron. Yeah, and he (laughs) makes a cast iron bath and he soaks it in lye for months and then he cleans it. Um, It's really cool. So anyway, I'm hoping, I'm going to Washington soon with my van and I'm hoping he sends me home with some because that's why I didn't buy any. Do you think he will? Are you trying to rob your brother of cast iron? Only if he'll let me. 
Okay. Um, but it was really interesting to go to the factory and see, like they have this one, they call it a ladle and it's run on these pulleys. And that's what I think why they have to shut it down because they run it overhead. They said it's dangerous. With molten cast iron in it. And it has like 10,000 pounds of cast. 10,000, that's right. Of molten cast iron. Yeah. And what was interesting is they said... They melt down a certain amount, but then only a third of it is like usable. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that part? I, I did. I The only thing about this tour, okay, Lodge Cast Iron, if you're listening, it was a it was great that Fantastic. you let us do it. I wish it and was that a, it was free. It was free. I would pay for a guided tour because I don't love to listen to little videos at each station. Well, and they were so quiet because it was just coming from the TV mm-hmm. and it was in this big echoey warehouse. Yep. Um, so it was really hard to hear. Yeah. And then we went up to, okay, after that was over and there was music, lots of music everywhere. And, and the, honestly, the best cornbread at the festival though, because the cornbread on Cornbread Alley, they have to make so much ahead of time that it might've been a little dry and, and it's cold, except for the fritter kinds. Um, oh, that apple. But people were making free cornbread throughout the festival. And it would be like school groups, different groups hoping for donations and you could put a dollar in their thing. It was so cute. It was really cute and, and homey. Um, Did you like that pancake one? The pancake, the maple syrup one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that good. Very anyway, good. <laughs> if you want a fun thing to do once a year, that's a cool fun thing to do. It was really And nice. it was some good mother and daughter time. And we got to stop at like little different arts booths and I got like a cute dress and a cute top and... I'm really sad. There was this one booth that sold specialty t-shirts. This girl was adorable and she was wearing like sequined pants. And <laughs> she had a lot of personality. She did. She was awesome. Um, but she made like these specialty t-shirts and they looked kind of like hippie-esque. Mm-hmm. But there was this one t-shirt. I'm still mad I didn't get it, but it, <laughs> it said it's chafing season. And I thought that was so funny. I really wanted it. And then, and then we went back to after we had dinner. Yes. Um, we refused to pay for parking. So we ended up at a, where did we, we ended end up? up paying to park, mom? We did end up paying. We went, we ate downtown Yeah, by the river, by the river. It was some bar and grill. Yeah. It was a cool big bar and grill and it was prom night. So we got to watch all of the prom. Oops. There's another. So oh my <laughs> gosh, mom. we got to watch the kids, you know, arriving in their tuxes and the boys. Now the tradition is sparkly, cool shoes. And the girls had these gorgeous dresses. It was a lot of fun. It was beautiful. Yep. Um, and then we went back to our cabin and, uh, we put our little guns by our bedside and watched Age of Adeline. Age of Adeline. And it was really good. She tried to get me to watch Bob's Burgers. I thought it was really dumb. You didn't even give it a chance. I tried. No, you did not. (laughs) Hey, something on another note. People that, most of you know that Hannah is the executive producer for the Mark K show. And what what was that look? Nothing. Anyway, we talk about Karen all the time and lots of you are over Karen, but people think that Karen is part of the show or- Like a paid actor or something. Yep. No, she is 100% real. So what- what happened with you and uh, Casey one time? Oh my gosh. I don't know if we should talk about this. No, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you said so. Okay. I'm going to give you a mark. <laughs> okay. Um, by the way, this is super distracting. <laughs> okay. I apologize. Um, she called, we have this thing called Teams and it's through our work and it gives us a specialty phone number, but it calls to our phone and I don't actually know how people get it. 
Like, I don't know how people get that number. I, cause I don't even know the number. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have an office phone. That's not how this works. Um, but somehow I it's have so it. that anyone throughout your company can get a hold of you yeah, as needed. Other people it routes the call, correct? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, but other people not in the company have been getting the number and it's driving me crazy. Anyway, so I'm not, I didn't say a thing. I'm just marking it down. You're killing me. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're working on self I get a call and a voice, well, voicemail first. Cause like, I was like, who is this random person calling me at like, I think it was like 1030 at night mm-hmm. and I didn't answer. And then I read the transcription of the call. Um, Cause I had a voicemail, but I was like, eh, I'm just going to read the transcription. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense because the transcription looked super choppy. So uh, then I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Karen. She then calls back again and it's like 11 p.m. And I was like, this is getting ridiculous. So my husband, Casey, because I tried to call her back and she wouldn't answer. Of course not. No, of course not. Because she just wants to gripe and then- You lose control that way. Exactly. So then Casey calls from his phone and was like, hey, you need to stop calling. <laughs> like, I think he pretended to like work here. <laughs> then now how do you have, cause you have her blocked somehow now. I do have her blocked through Teams. I have her, her number blocked. Um, but she called me at stinking, I, I didn't get her, I didn't block her right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I then get a call like maybe a week later at 4.30 in the morning. She her. must work. What do you think? She, do you think I don't she, think works she works days? No, I don't think she works, mom, at all. Well, I did research because I started to, when she started to call, I'm the mother. When she started to call you guys at the middle of the night, I got concerned about your safety. I mean, I guess. And um, did some research. We found out her real name, where she lives. All you have to do is look in voter records. <laughs> it, it wasn't hard. And um, yep, she's not paid by the show. She's a real person. She's a registered Democrat. Yup. And anyway, there you go. Yeah. That's our take on Karen. Karen's a fun one. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about? I know some things. I I don't know. I'm interested with all these papers you're getting out. I know. I have lots of papers. I want to talk about, just briefly, Karen Jean-Pierre. Why? She's so rude. Did you hear her? Did you see her roll her eyes? The other day when Peter Ducey was trying to ask questions about the border, oh my gosh. she was so dismissive. Yeah. And the thing is, isn't she supposed to be... And she called him dramatic. She was being dramatic. I know. I, if she were a mother, I would feel bad for her child. Is she a mother? I don't know. She's just rude. I know that she has a wife, but I don't know if she has a, a child. I don't know. I... I had her written down on my list of people that I were I was wanting to talk about this week. Um, on another topic, what happened at Casey's work yesterday? Oh my gosh! Yeah, my husband was at work yesterday, and he texted me. Casey's like, husband, yeah, yeah. He texted me at like what was it like four fifteen or something? And he texted me. And he goes, "Oh, there was a shooting at work today." And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Well, it was a hundred yards away." And he sends me a picture of all these like, um police officers and, you know, patrol cars and everything. And apparently there was like seven gunshots and it was really crazy. So then I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause people like there are crazies all around his work. And I was like, I bet it's a, a, a drug deal gone awry. But it was a shootout, right? I don't right. know if I would call it a shootout. I think there was only one shooter, but apparently the, the shooter ran through their yard. Casey 
said that he didn't see it. It was one of the other employees that, that saw the shooter. But I just thought that was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, that makes me terrified. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that's coming out is AI is in the news so much. And some people say it's a distraction, but I don't think it's a distraction. I just think it's getting a, out of hand. a hot topic that's getting out of hand. Have you seen the AI generated commercials for like advertising? No. Oh my gosh. They're making like a crazy amount of um, commercials and they look really realistic other than AI is really bad with hands. Like, I'll have to watch. <laughs> so the commercials. None of the hands look normal. <laughs> but mm. like they made this weird pizza commercial. Oh my gosh. Here, hold on. I think okay, I. show it to me. I want to see. Well, I don't know if I can play it on the podcast. Right. Because I think it's like licensed. Well, we're not monetized. So maybe that doesn't matter. Oops. I have two shows. Maybe. Okay, here. Listen to this. Okay. You ready? Can you put it up to the mic? Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock, knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni, hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say, mm. Pepperoni, hug spot. It's like family, but with more cheese. How weird was that? You know... It was weird. It wasn't as saucy as, oh, pizza saucy. It wasn't as saucy and cool as um, something that was really produced. But for being produced by AI, it wasn't bad. It looked kind of like a 90s pizza commercial. But did you hear the weird things it was saying? No. (laughs) And other secrets. And other (laughs) secrets. I'm like, okay. But like Mario, your brother. Yeah. He bought that program, that AI program. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That The Voice. And I went over there the other night and I'm like, Mario, I'm in a hurry. I have to go. Mom, no, come here. Yeah. And I'm like, what? He's like, well, I bought this. So if I die, I don't want you to feel bad. Watch. And he talks into this program and lets it capture his voice. And then he's like, Huli, tell mom, I'm sorry you're lonely. I really miss you or something like that. And so his wife says, mom, I know you're lonely. I really miss you. And it's Mario's voice. And I thought, that is freaky. And I looked at him, I said, don't do that again. That is not funny. I don't like that. Um, um, go ahead. No, is there more to that? No, that was it. I mean, it's a program. And, well, I'll go further with it. Something he said with, you know, I listened to Bungie, you know, Carlson, Elon Musk. And Elon Musk says this is the year that it's really going to start. I can tell. Escalating what's happening with AI. And Mario, Mario's an engineer. Hannah's brother's an engineer. He lives and breathes to study everything. And he said, gosh, it would just be something for the next presidential candidate to tell their AI, run my my candidacy and make sure I win. My campaign, yeah. Yeah, my campaign. Anyway, Um, I'm probably not quoting that exactly, but that was Do you know what that reminded me of? What? Him cloning his voice. No. Oh, no. Are you going to Yes. (laughs) Do you know what story I'm going to tell? I do. Okay. So my brother, um, we, my, my mom, me, and my dad were living in San Diego. Um, so this was probably what, 2002, 2003? It was in 2004 because your brother was in college. This is when he lived in San Diego though. We lived in San Diego. 
It was 2003. It was the end of 2003. Okay, but it was while when he was at college. Yeah, he was, he was, so at he was a freshman year of college. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so you guys heard in previous podcasts that um, my mom had a baby that died from SIDS. His name was Dominic. Um, and my brother, Mario, played a sick prank on my mom. We have a twisted sense of humor in our family. Mom, you can attest to that. To attest to that, it's real life is real life. Our kind of philosophy is it is what it is. Get over it. Move on. Yeah, and, um, and it doesn't mean we don't care and we're not loving. It's, and we don't do that to everyone. But inside the family, our pranks are sick. Sometimes, and I mean, we you guys you, do get in trouble if you take it too far. Which this might have been one of those times. That was definitely one of those times. Go ahead and tell the okay, story. Okay, so mom gets a, a phone call, and it was a it was a collect phone call, right? No, it wasn't collect. It what was, was just it? you. You had to like accept the phone call or something, though, right? You you tell it because I was really I, young. I can't remember how it was, but it was. If this is this Barbara Guile? Yes. Mm-hmm. How are you? Who is this? Mm-hmm. This is your son. This is not Mario. This doesn't like this doesn't sound like Mario. This isn't Mario. This is your other son. And mom's stomach sank. And it just was like that cold. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And like, this is not my other son. My other son is passed away. Yeah. Who are you? You crazy person. Mm-hmm. And I slammed the phone down. You didn't hang up at that point. I, I, I did. No, Surely you did not. What? Because <laughs> you, well, Mario said you started crying. Did I? Because like it transcribes. So what happens is my brother had used a, um, was it a, a deaf phone service? Back in the day, you had some kind of a deaf phone service and he was Where in he college and young and he had just discovered it. Anyway, I end up hanging up and he calls back, mom, I'm so sorry. No, I'm you're not so doing sorry. this even justice though, mom. I, okay, you because tell it the what, way you remember What happens, it. I wish, gosh, I wish Mario was here to tell the story. Well, you can have him when I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going to Washington soon. He, he's stinking like, He's getting the transcription of everything you're saying because, you know, if it was a deaf person, they couldn't hear your response. So they get a transcription of it. And it's like, um, through sobs, that's not true. My son passed away. Like, I don't know, 25 years ago. That's not true. How long ago had it been? Like like 22 years before that. Yeah. And like, it's not possible. And like, he's like, mom, it's me. And that poor stinking like person who had to communicate for Mario. Because the other person's just supposed to say whatever is typed into the computer. Yeah, they can't, you know, differ or anything. Mm, anyway, I feel bad. Mario's anyway. going to probably take a lot of heat for this. Sorry, he's really a great son. So please forgive him for this. He was young. He just thought it was a funny prank. <laughs> but, but he called me back and he felt super bad about it. Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. And I'm just like, I can't believe you. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of like, just different things that can happen with AI, but AI on like AI is that on steroids. Yep. Well, speaking of that, okay, again, Dan Bongino, Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, they're all talking about AI and it's a bit of a distraction, but I think it ties together. Okay. And they talk about all the digital cash right now that we're headed that way. The banks failing and buying together. We're talking about. Probably. Okay. Where, where do you want to go? No, no, you you take the lead, mama. The one thing none of them are saying, nobody's tying it to Revelation. It is wild to me. Well, I've, hear, I, I've heard a lot of people that are not on AR tie it to Revelation. Mm-hmm. But like not, I, I, I almost feel like mainstream media or not even mainstream media, but like conservative 
um, talk show hosts or just conservative media in general is like almost scared to tie it to that. Because you'll think that they're crazy or whatever. And no man knows the day or the hour. But if you don't know what we're talking about, go to Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're crazy, but I mean, at least the signs of the times are not good. Because so my explain gra- what you're talking about, though, with digital currency. All right. Well, I'll go clear back to I'm 61 years old. I was born in 1962. When I was probably six years old, my grandma talked about someday. Now, keep in mind, and I'll tell you where I'm going. This is back in a time we lived in a little small town where my mom put us kids in a wagon and pulled us uptown to pay for all of our bills with cash. Because you'd have a tab, right? Or just bills like the power company, the phone company. My mom would, my dad, it'd be payday. He'd send us upstairs. He'd count out all the money to my mom and she'd go pay bills. And, you know, they did whatever their budget did. And we go pay it. And my grandma said someday, and she talked about revelation, you know, you'll have to have a mark or you won't be able to buy, sell or trade unless you have the name, the mark or the number. And I'm looking at her, grandma, no, 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 that please tell me that's not true. And I thought, how could that be? And then in 19, March of 1991, I wrote a paper called Phase Before the Mark. And that's when debit cards and smart technology was just coming in. And then as things progressed, you had where, you know, you could have everything, your medical records, your DMV records, everything in a little tiny chip in your hand, the size of a grain of rice. You know, there's a girl on, on, I think it's on TikTok. I don't have TikTok anymore, but there's a girl on TikTok who's famous for that. Um, I, I think she calls herself like the chip chip girl or something. And I thought like she just liked to, to eat chips. Um, but there's a girl that already has it. And like she opens her house with her hand. Like she pays with her hand, almost like Apple Pay. It's yep. creepy. Well, and, and honestly, I worked for a bank for 30 some years. And I see the logic why people would think, oh gosh, that's so easy. I don't have to, I don't have to bring, bring my phone. I won't lose my debit card. I recently had my identification. I didn't know this. My ID was stolen 20 years ago. 23 years 23 ago. 23 years ago. It was stolen in the year 2000 yeah. by someone who, who was illegal. I just found this out. Um, oh, so I was right? Yeah. That they were illegal? Yeah. Because remember, they, I guessed They that. were illegal. Um, I found out on Good Friday that my identification had been stolen because I had a fraudulent claim on my credit card. And so I, I called the bank, you know, and I said, well, you know, please reverse it and just send me a new card. Right. Anyway, when the card came, I got a card that wasn't for my account and it was for the, with another lady's name on it. And then a guy's name, what had happened and working for this, the mega bank that y'all know. Anyway, they had two profiles Usually you have one profile and it has all of your business under it. Right. But as banks grow and merge and buy, they acquire other banks, um, they have to reconcile and, and put a, um, merge your profiles. Well, I had two profiles with my same name, my same birth date, and my same social security number. And there, there was all of this business taking place. Anyway, I've got it all. I mean, it was a lot of work to get it all taken care of, but- as an illegal, she was just using my credit to fly under the radar for all these years. Because she couldn't get it on her own. Exactly. Yeah. But I think we should go back to what is the scary part is that there's people that want to completely just switch to digital currency and, and, and not that, have any physical money. Exactly. And that would that would have kept that from happening. So people, I can see them thinking, oh, that is such a great idea, except for, let's say 
you're traveling somewhere that maybe somebody doesn't want you to go. We'll just shut off your your, your funds. Yeah, we'll manage where you can go. There's so much management and we're still a free country. We're a free nation. But back even in 1991, the IMF and the, the world banking industry, they were already talking about, you know, all of this. And remember the Euro dollar came in after that. So just saying, um, they're not talking about it. It's digital currency. Um, the new Fed now programs um, rolling in place on July 1st. Now they're talking about it, you know, that there's not going to be any impact initially. It's just going to expedite your currency exchanges. And even with that wires, you know, there's an incoming wire fee. There's right. an outgoing wire fee. There's a cutoff time, but this will be instantaneous. There's a draw to it, but there's going to be a tracking element with that. And Anyway, watch the Fed Now program. You know, I think that's interesting that you say that, Mom, um, mm-hmm. that there's a draw to it. It's kind of like sin, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course sin is appetizing. Yep. Like, of course there's a draw to it. Everything that's easy, there's going to be a draw to it. Yep. And um, I don't know. I just think it's pretty scary, and I think it should be talked about more. But that's that's kind of... You know, that's something I felt like it was a little bit important to maybe talk about. You know, they talk about the difference between cryptocurrency and centralized bank, um, CBDC, and what that does um, with the CBDC, the government has a lot of control. It's not the same as cryptocurrency. Right. Well, do you remember, Mom, What? <laughs> when what? I was like in sixth grade and our we went to a little Pentecostal church um, and I did not sleep really for like six months. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because we're learning about the book of Revelation and especially about the rapture and the mark of the beast and all of that. And I was afraid to touch technology, like any kind of tech. Do you remember that one? And I I told you, don't worry about it. You have Jesus in your heart. Just don't live in fear. Yeah. And And I would not touch technology for literally like six months. And I would have nightmares every night about the rapture and about the mark of the beast because it's, it's scary, you know? Yeah. It was really terrifying. And so I would wake up and I would read the Bible. And look at you now. Um, (laughs) I said something wrong. What did you say? Last week when we did our podcast. What did you say wrong? I was talking about this, this new penalty for people with good credit and buying houses and the effort that Biden Biden had when he signed this into into law okay. or the bill. And I said it was an increased interest rate, but it's not an increased interest rate. It's a fee. So I stand I stand corrected that that's a fee. Not it's a, like a $40 fee, right? It, it's a fee. I don't know all the dynamics of it, but I, I called it an increased interest rate and it's, an, it's a fee. So okay. I wanted to kind of stand corrected. Okay. Um, so who's still? who's going to be on um, CNN tonight? Is it Wednesday? Is it this Wednesday? Is it tonight? Th- isn't it tonight? I thought it was. No, I, I'm pretty Google sure it's. It. I thought it was tonight. No, when is I it? thought it was next Wednesday. <gasps> Look and see. I'm looking it up. Because you talk about something called May sweeps. Um, when is it? Donald Trump is going to be on CNN. Town Hall. When is it? Next week in New Hampshire. Oh, it's next week. So you've got a week. Okay, be ready for it. I was like, what are you talking about? That's next week. It's interesting because 
CNN hated on Donald. Donald hated on CNN. Yeah. And now they're going to do this thing together. Yeah, it's on May 10th. May 10th. Oh my gosh, you've scared me. I was like, what? No, I was surprised because I couldn't figure out why y'all weren't talking about this on the Mark K show today. <laughs> yeah, because it's not happening till next week. Okay. That's interesting. Tell me what May sweeps are. You're familiar in yeah, your so industry. I was, I, was intri- I was surprised Mark didn't um, go over what May sweeps are. Um, so sweeps essentially, to the best of my knowledge, are like, it's all about ratings. And those are like the time that they're really scrutinized and that ratings are really important. So they want to make sure that their um, that their content is the best that it can be during those times because like they're being like really hyper analyzed during May sweeps. And that will really help CNN. Yeah. I I can't imagine that there's not going to be a huge listenership. Yeah, because love him or hate him, you're going to watch him. Yep. And that'll be interesting. But his son, Donald J. Jr., is really unhappy. You've heard him this week. With Fox? With Fox. Because he hasn't been, like, they haven't talked to him in, what, like eight months? Nine months. And he said he used to be on, like, twice a day. Well, yeah, he's like, I used to be on every show. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that dad is just saying, okay, fine. Fox, you don't want me? I'll come on CNN. I'll, I'll, I'll use, you know, I, I need to be heard. This is the way around it. But do you think, okay, so they let Dan Bongino go. They let Tucker go. Well, there was supposedly a mutual agreement, but. Who, do we ever really know? No. I mean, you're in. Do you think Gutfeld's next? I don't know. He's pretty loved. Yeah. And uh, Kaylee's still there. Yeah. And we love Kaylee. Yeah. But uh, I Kaylee's wonder- not as controversial as Gutfeld, Bongino, or Tucker. She's not controversial, but she she slices it clear through. She when, she, when she talks, she has her facts in order and she knows what she knows. She's great, but I, I don't think that she's nearly as controversial as any of those people. But she's still young. How old is Kaylee? She's like 33 or 34, maybe. Okay. Hold on. I'll tell you. Okay. Because how old is Kaylee McEnany? You Google it. Kaylee McEnany is 35 years old. 35. She's 35. I think- Lawrence Jones is only 30. Who's Lawrence Jones? That's the guy that um, interviewed Asa uh, Hutchinson. Oh, okay. Um, during Tucker's time spot. Okay. Right? His last name's Jones, right? Lawrence Jones. Yeah, that was pretty intense. That was I heard intense. a little bit of that. Um, I feel like all yeah, of this Jones. is posturing for the presidential election. Yeah. So that the networks have control over who our next president is. Or at least an attempt an attempt. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how all of these talk show hosts line up and where they get heard because you know, well, I'm thinking clear back to the Marquet show back during the last presidential election. My goodness. You guys, I mean, you had huge listenership. You're syndicated in six cities Mm -hmm. and you had just on Facebook, I remember looking- 25,000. 25,000. And now- just watching live. That just, wasn't, that's not followers. He has, Mark has way more followers than that. But there was a point where like we saw it creep up to 28,000. And I was like, <gasps> oh my mm-hmm. gosh. And that was just on Facebook alone. And that, we weren't syndicated then. Nope. Are you sure? No, you weren't. Anyway. It, it wasn't, it was in, where were we? You've been syndicated two I years. I know. We were. A little over two years. But I remember us being in the upstairs studio. Mm-hmm. But here's where I'm going with this. 
now people are always, is Mark still on Facebook? Where can we find Mark? Oh yeah, we're shadow banned. And shadow banning is a huge, huge thing. And people think, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. It is not a conspiracy theory. It used to be when you would um, put in your search bar something you wanted to see, that it would pop right up. Like if I would put in Mark or M-A-R-K. Now, this friend I had that's been passed away for five years, his name will come up and Mark is just buried. Yeah. Your name. I look at yours probably four times a day. Mom, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm that mom. You're buried. Yeah. And if you're social, I don't know how it works, but they bury you. People will... Um, Click to be notified when Mark goes live. And they'll get unclicked. And, and, it, and it drops them. And we don't do it. Yep. People will think, oh, we can't find you anymore. If you want to hear conservative content, you're going to have to look for it. Yeah. And it's really sad. And that's the thing. There's a lot of people who don't realize. They think, oh, I listen to Fox, so I know everything. It's not that easy. And they used to listen to, go ahead. Well, and even not only that, it's like you have to listen to eight different news news um, outlets to find the truth buried mm-hmm. in there somewhere. Well, okay. Dad and I went to the last inauguration. Well, correction, the inauguration of Donald J. Trump. Yes. We went and it was exciting. And we had tickets from... Um, who was our representative? Uh, John Rutherford. John Rutherford. He got us tickets and we were into this little section and you get there early because you have to be screened and, and you're, everything is fenced off for what section you can be in. Right. And the security is tight and you only get in if you have a ticket to that section. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the thing is, I videotaped and and live streamed so much, but pretty soon there's so many people you can't live stream anymore. Yeah, you just have to take video and upload it later. But I see it on TV that night. I'm like, were we at the same event? Because the things that were important weren't really focused on. Isn't that how it always goes? And the things that were important, it was interesting. And if they showed an area that wasn't full, it was only because that's all the tickets they gave out for that area. And then, but way back... I mean, because in the back part, it's general ad- admittance. That was full. Yeah. But the cameras have to show that. And like, I was very embarrassed because Hillary got really booed. And I was kind of embarrassed because I wasn't raised that way. Right. You're just respectful of everyone. Mm-hmm. But the things that I was noticing that night were not it on was television. Chaos. It was it was really not well represented. What happened there and what was shown on television wasn't well represented. There was looting and rioting, wasn't there? Not really. What? That's I thought the, you said that no, the, you, no. there was like a car on fire. There, there was a car on fire. Um, the thing is, it was the liberal side of, side yeah, of the, 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 the fence, but it wasn't an insane city. There was some stuff and... The funny thing is, not funny, in front of a Starbucks, there was a Starbucks window smashed in. Okay, Starbucks, they represent the lib- liberal, more liberal element. Right. The car was in front of Starbucks. And also the presidential, when he came through the presidential parade, you couldn't get to that until you went through security. You had to go through a security tent to get even to the street where right. he went through. Yeah. Um, one more thing. 
Do you remember me texting you? I was so excited. Melania looked stunning. Yeah. And I said, we have got someone who's going to represent fashion in and the United classy. States. And be classy. She was gorgeous. And she was always gorgeous. How she never got covers really. I mean, I, th- I think she, didn't she end up getting like at least a cover on a magazine? But not compared to any other first ladies. It is mind if boggling. Jack, Jackie O got covers, Melania was every bit as stunning. I agree. And uh, honestly, if you could com- compare any two first ladies style wise, Melania and Jackie O, 100%. And I don't know why everything has to be political. She's a gorgeous lady. And I looked at her that day in her light blue dress. So pretty. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of that. No, I agree with you. Yep. Completely. Kaylee's got- Did you print out an Instagram picture? Did I? That looks like Instagram. No, I printed out Kaylee's book. Came out yesterday and I'm excited to read it. Yeah, that's on Instagram though, right? I don't know. Here, show it it to me. Is it? Yeah, it is. Because that's that little save button. Yeah. Kaylee McEnany has a book that came out yesterday, Serenity in the Storm. Oh, I heard about that. And I'm looking forward to reading it. On Audible? <laughs> reading it on Audible. <laughs> By the way, today, so you guys, oh, there's another one. Oh I'm my up, gosh, mom, I'm up you're to fine. Seven. You're at four and I'm up to seven. Are you still counting? Yep. Goodness. I'm going to quit saying that so, word. So, 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 Yeah. <laughs> anyway, today you guys were talking about how the blue check mark and why it costs more. On, oh yeah, please cover this because I thought your text was really interesting, but I wanted to save it for here. All right. But let's talk about the base really quick. Uh, so the debate was on the show today, why it cost more to subscribe to Twitter Blue, the check mark verification for a year on the app versus on the web. Um, so for the web, it's $114.99. Or sorry, did I say the web? On the app. On the app. Mm-hmm. On the app, it is $114.99 a year. And on the web, it is $84 flat. Yep, for a year. Well, so my, my theory is this. I do Audible. So okay. I tell you I read books, but I Audible books because <laughs> not because you can't read, but because you're trying to be productive. I'm just always in a hurry and I have a million things yeah. to do. And so I listen to books all the time. Plus I walk three miles a day and I love to listen to books when I walk. Yeah. Anyway, I called them one day because I was trying to figure out how come I didn't get that special price? And they said, well, did you buy that through the app or online? And I'm like, well, isn't the app online? And they're like, no, if you do it through the app, there's a fee. There's a, the fee like is Like a third party fee, right? I guess like an Apple fee or something. If you ever want to get the least expensive fee, log onto your computer, go to the website and do the purchase. Don't yeah. do the purchase on your app. Well, it's similar if you like, similar to if you buy a product directly from the manufacturer or the company that makes it versus if you buy it through like a third party like retail store or kind of like me with my Amazon. I buy everything on Amazon just because it's easier and I don't spend extra money. By the way. Yes. Remember how I got those toilet bowl cleaners? Yeah. (laughs) What happened? So remember we got um, toilet bowl tablets. Yes. Toilet bowl tablets. What, uh, what's the brand that we like that, that I got? Clorox? No, I got the the kind that we use for the tub. Um, oh, Scrubbles. Yeah, I got the Scrubbles one. And do you know what? And it didn't say it on there. What? Guess what color it is when I flushed it. Do they make the water blue? Yes. I hate blue and water. I, didn't I think know. it's so tacky. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think it's tacky too. Uh, so now our water is blue in okay. all three of our toilets. How many, how many do you, did you get? Six? Five. Seriously, go to the dollar store next time. I know. Before you run out. <laughs> By the way, we know that these are hard on the rubber in the back of your toilet, but it's just worth it. It's worth it. Well, because Florida's water is so hard mm-hmm. that it'll make um, that pink ring around your toilet. And it's hard to get off. Like you have to honestly just like leave your house and put bleach in your toilet in order to get rid of that that thing and let it soak for all day. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was really horrible English. No, no, no. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, yes. I was thinking about something else. Okay. What were you thinking about? Oh, I was listening to Carrie Lake the other day. Fun. And she's talking about the Uniparty. Almost like a one world order or what? Yeah, and kind of the Republican Party being in bed with the left. And I'm trying to remember what she said, but she was interested in the American first instead of, um, well, she was talking about Fox and the globalist agenda. Who was she on with or was this by herself? This was by herself. Okay. And Fox was more the establishment GOP instead of the American first GOP. Have you agree. heard any of those kind of conversations? Not from Carrie Lake, but yeah, I've definitely heard that, which is why people are getting really frustrated with Fox lately, especially now with um, Tucker and Fox parting ways and Bongino and Fox parting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all they really have left from, you know, the major names of Fox. Yes, yeah, Sh- Sean Hannity's left, but he's kind of seen as an establishment man, same with Brian Kilmeade. Um, really, the only one they have left is Greg Gutfeld. Yeah. And I don't think Greg Gutfeld's going to be there much longer. And I think they're doing everything they can to kind of play it safe. And I think they're losing tons of viewers and listeners because of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that was interesting that, um, and yeah, that she's kind of bringing that out, you know, the, the globalist agenda kind of parties and, and their connections. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. It'll be something to watch because my thought is we're just mom and daughter. You're in the political world to a degree with the Mark K show. You guys live and breathe politics. It's fun. <laughs> and you know a lot more and Mark does tons of research and I know you do a lot of research, but me, the mom, the stay at home mom. No, mom, you do a ton. But unless you kids, unless you and Mario kind of get me up to speed, I don't know what's going on. And I'm thinking, I try, and I don't know what's going on. So how? It's hard. How do people know? Yeah, it's really difficult. By the way, we only have a few more minutes left. Well, I'd like to wrap it up with um, you guys moving this week. Or kind of? What's happening with the show and the move? I don't even know. So here's the thing. We were supposed to move today. Um, the studios, uh, the move studios, move stu- well, move offices mm-hmm. technically. Um, and we were supposed to have movers come and help, but one of the movers, his car broke down. Um, and really it's, I'm going to sound sexist. It's not on purpose, but there is this massive case. It probably weighs 400 pounds. I'm not even, that's not me exaggerating. Um, and it's glass and I am just, I'm not capable of fully helping move that case. And in addition to that, there's just a ton of other furniture. So we really need the that help. That was the old woke museum. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we really need the help of uh, other movers. Um, but somebody's car, one of their cars broke down, so they weren't able to come. So I don't know when we're actually going to move we offices. We helped move a little bit. We did. Mark was moving things tonight, and you and I helped move a little bit up. We did. Your new studio is so big. Isn't it massive? It's going to be amazing. And you'll be able to have guests. And Well, 
A few. A few guests. <laughs> you know, Mark doesn't like too many guests. Yep. But it, I think it'll be fantastic. Well, you know, for Kay's kids. Yeah. He oh my gosh. And always did he tell Kay's you about kids. the cute little green room that we're going to have? No. Oh my gosh. There's going to be a little green room um, in there, kind of like a kitchenette green room and a place for... Um, you know, Kay's kids and their parents to wait uh, to go on air. And so there's like a comfy little waiting area for them. So it's not awkward. They don't have to wait in the front office kind of area of the building and we'll bring them up there. They get to wait and then um, I'll be able to grab them and bring them into the studio. That will be wonderful. I've been watching. Um, I follow Dreams Come True on Instagram right. and on Facebook. And, and Kay's kids. And Kay's kids. And I've been watching some of the kids come through. The Did little- you see Sloan? Sloan, now which one does Sloan do? Sloan got to go to the Taylor Swift concert and she was oh, super I happy. Oh, Sloan. And there's a picture of her just squealing. Yeah, it was so, so cute. She had like the little star. Yeah, she <laughs> was adorable. So Sloan did Taylor Swift. I saw one of them, which was the little girl that went to Hogwarts. Oh, to you? Harry Potter. I can't remember. At Universal, right? Yep. I can't remember her name, but I remember seeing that too. It was just precious. They are all so amazing. And then you went to the little boys. To Raphael's. Raphael's um, basketball game. Wheelchair basketball game. It was, Mark and I both did. It was really fun. It was so competitive. I I love it. They're amazing. Well, you have a friend who did um, competitive wheelchair. Yeah, Tim. And now he plays at Alabama. Yep. And he played, um, didn't he play for the U.S. team too? He really he went far. It's incredible. It's It's an athletic event. And those... Those guys are incredible. So it was fun. I know you showed me some pictures and some video of Raphael. And that's going to be wonderful. I know we did a little bird walk off the studio because I love Kate's kids. If you had extra time to get involved with anything, that would be the thing. I know that's Mark and Pam's baby from, was this started at his 40th birthday? His 40th birthday. So he's 48 now. So it's been eight years. Mm -hmm. What What a great thing. Yeah. How cool, right? I think so. I love that. Was there anything else you want to talk about this week? Not this week. If you guys have anything, topics don't necessarily work as well as direct questions. But if you have any direct questions. Yeah, I feel like we were a little choppy this week. I'm sorry. That's probably my fault. I was shaken up because your car thing. I I was shaken up from the car. It really did throw me. But praise God, it. You were okay. Yeah. And it'll buff out. Um, So it'll be okay. But we have a page that really... The only thing we're doing with that page, um, it's called We Saved You a Spot, is we're posting where to find this podcast, which where do you find it now, Hannah? Okay, so we are on Google officially. Uh, We are on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. We are on Amazon slash Audible. Spotify. And we're on Spotify and we're on SoundCloud. So that's five places. I I think that's it. (laughs) That's pretty great. And what I found out at home and what grandma found out is you can say, Alexa, play the podcast. We saved you a spot. Now you have to say it really slowly because otherwise it'll take you to something random, but just do it again Mm -hmm. because you can that easily find our podcast and it'll talk about the different episodes and you just tell it, you know, episode one, episode two, this is episode three. I will put episode three and then a dash and then kind of a short description of what we'll talk about. Exactly. But please let us know if you have questions, direct questions, things you wish we would talk about. We'd love to hear your thoughts because we're just a mother and daughter who love God, our family, our country, and you all. Yes. All right. We love you guys. We love you. God bless. Have a great week. (laughs) 